Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Erte. We're so excited to have you here with us tonight. Thank you for coming and joining us. Uh, we'll just jump right over to Adam. We've got some sponsors. Sponsors. Thank you, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We have an Electrum chest code that you can grab from the overlay or bouncing around in chat. Thank you so much, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, we've got a new one here tonight <gasps> as well. So we have Tailspire. And our friends at Tailspire, uh, th this is what, you know, I am supposed to read about Tailspire. <laughs> so I'm going to read it this first time, and I might memorize it at some point. But with Tailspire, the beauty and physicality of tabletop gaming meet the endless possibilities of a digital world. What? Here you can collaboratively, I love these words, collaboratively build your worlds without compromising the handcrafted aesthetic of using traditional miniatures. And so Tailspire is really something else. If you haven't checked it out, what? you should. And we are going to be giving away, I think like, uh, you know, enough keys Ooh. to unlock this for your entire group pretty much. Wow. So, nice. so be watching all the prompts <laughs> in chat for when that giveaway is going to happen. Uh, but um, I'm a big fan of everything that they're doing at Tailspire and thank you Tailspire for the support. And then we also have Die Hard Dice, who has supplied our cast, here we go, with Neb's Nature Nuggets. Oh, uh, what? Neb's <laughs> Nature Nuggets. Nuggets of Because um, we're doing every, everybody here, right? Because last time, I mean, I did get that right. Last time we did Robin, right? Yep. We did Robin yes. last time, yes. No, I think I think we're just all reacting to Neb's Nature Nuggets. That's all. I, it, I it's a new brand of and that I'm going to be coming you. out with in about six months. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube <laughs> for those suggestions. And you've got to come back next week. Uh, you know, probably not coming to see the show. You're coming to see what the other dice names are for the other characters. So, so that's that's going to keep happening. Uh, so, thank you for that. And you can get 10% off your order with Die Hard Dice with the code Erte. And we will also be giving away a gift card there as well so pay attention to those prompts in chat so many presents tonight yeah. so many <laughs> goodies and then finally tonight you'll hear the dulcet tones of sirenscape because epic games need epic sound i am adam bradford cdo at demiplane we have so many fun things going on i will choose for tonight to talk about that uh if you find your way into a target 
or if you were shopping on target.com, the Avatar Legends starter set is now a thing that you can pick up there. Avatar Legends is an incredible game from Magpie. They've done uh, wonders with it in this starter set. Uh, it's, it's like it's got its very own red box now. And so uh, very, very cool. And what is really cool about it is that when you crack that box open, there are codes with digital integration where you can unlock the contents of what is inside that box here on Avatar Legends Nexus at the new thing. So uh, check nice. that out. Uh, very, very so cool, cool collaboration that, that we've cool. been able to do there. Ooh. All right. And I tonight am playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical super fan. Hello, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. <laughs> no idea why I'm using an accent. It's just fun. <laughs> um, I really nice new background because someone told me that if you use a darker background when you're streaming, you'll pop off more. Ooh. So I decided to switch it up in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, you'll pop <laughs> off more. So I was like, here we are. Crazy. Earlier today, wow. I did drop my D4. I still can't find it. I'm under extreme stress. Oh no! I'm a creative type person. If you follow me on socials, you'll see. Don't go do. barefoot. Mm. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, the scariest part of that. Worse than a like, I guess no. I mean, wear Ooh. shoes. Just put your shoes on. Uh, I'm playing tonight, as always. Bruza Armstrong, six foot four, attorney at law, and she uh, currently has no idea what she's doing. What has happened? Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at DreamWisp, streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Gem. I am a creator, uh, author, performer. I do all the things. Um, and uh, tonight I will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on the socials as Obo Lauren. You can find me tomorrow night on the Dungeon Scrawlers, where I'm joining a couple of awesome people, including Trevor as the DM for a six-episode Adventurer's Guide to the Multiverse. And I will be Ooh. specifically playing a familiar character to a bunch of you, this dragonborn cleric of mine that kind of shows up every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, she's she's hopping Yay. through the multiverse with a bunch of people. So if you want to see Orkira, uh, she's Yay. tomorrow night on the Dungeon Scrawlers channel. But tonight I'm playing Carolyn Neb Stern, who is going to try to turn into another animal. I don't know what yet. I got to look for a book. We'll see what she gets excited about. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. All right. New microphone. I hope it works out. Um, okay. Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. Um, uh, also tomorrow night uh, will be episode one of the Misfits of Alceta, which I am dungeon mastering. So you know, check out Lauren, but maybe also check out <laughs> our show. Well, you know, it's, this is what VODs are for. This is yeah. what Live YouTube is for. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and tonight I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your granny for hire. <laughs> uh, wonderful. And I am Deborah Ann Wool. I am your storyteller for this evening. Thank you to all of my players. Thank you to Josh, our wizard behind the curtain, and uh, to everyone at home. Thank you for being here and uh, playing with us this evening. Uh, this is our 37th chapter of Children of Air Day. So, as we ended last time, you had explored this wreck of the Polaris, uh, an old iron steamship from the 1920s and 30s. 
um, you had explored this space. Uh, Feruza had an interesting solo experience while the rest of you explored the sort of beginning to explore the main living quarters of this, this ship. You found a mysterious ribbon lady who seemed to be trapped in the cargo hold. And Silas had a very interesting conversation with her where she said, leave now but come back after dark because the other scary things will not be here and I will help you find the shard. She seemed to know where the shard was. So you all made your way back to the uh, underwater sea lab. Um, oh, after, of course, yes, dealing with the giant octopus <laughs> and uh, have been sharing a, a nip of a drink and um, warming up inside the observatory, which is where we, we left off. So I'll let you all take it away uh, with Right now it is still daylight out. Uh, it's darker down here. Um, and you can certainly, you know, up above, you could sense that the storm is sort of raging right above you. Um, but I'll leave it to you. What would you like to do with your time? Did we have any sense of how long that storm was going to last? So uh, Neb, you have like an innate awareness, right? Uh, over the next 24 hours, I can just okay. kind of feel my liver and tell what the weather is going to be like around here. It's not a metal pin in the joint of your knee. <laughs> not yet, but with the way Neb is going, there'll probably be a lot of replaced joints. So. I don't know if I've ever heard a weather liver. Like, I've heard like a weather toe or something. Weather liver. But yeah, if she thinks real hard and kind of yeah. takes, takes stock, she just happens to know what the weather is going to be for the next 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so this feels this feels like a 24 to 36 hour storm. Um, so, you know, it's it's been maybe half of that since it's, you know, really got going, um, it, you know, kind of overnight while you were sleeping. Um, so you've got at least 12 to 24 hours left of this storm with your, your gut feeling right now. I, I think we're we're sleeping here at least one more night before we want to go up. Fortunately, it looks like the instruments here should give us some clue as to if everything is okay. I'm sure as soon as we've got the shard, we're gonna wanna get out of here, but yeah, we're, we're here a little while longer at least. Well, listen, I didn't even know it was, you know, not already nighttime uh, because I don't wear a watch or anything else like that. So, um, you know, is, is there like a clock where we know what nighttime is? Um, yeah, I mean, down here, there's all kinds of gauges. Um, there are clocks that I'm sure will give you multiple time zones. Um, but yes, you, you know, your feeling is it's sort of early afternoon. Um, you're just kind of waiting on the night to come. I want to what do the time zones say? <laughs> Which time zones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to say they are uh, time zones. They are labeled by the seven seas. So the seven great oceans of the world. Ooh, of, that's awesome. of our yeah, world. Of Earth, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Silas, remember everything that we're encountering kind of leads over from the regular world? I mean, we know? think we think so, but I mean, honestly, all I feel like I know for sure is that we're in, you know, big ass forest with like snow and now we're like at the ocean. So like, yeah, I think it's probably safe to assume it was our earth but like or you know a a facsimile of it or whatever but i mean it is kind of nice to see that at least the oceans are called the same thing oh just taking stock of the entire world okay that makes sense yeah i mean like uh, if if we're not in a new world that <laughs> means that we are i don't know like 
sidestepping it somehow or something. I mean, any of it blows my mind, but I, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if we're actually in our world anymore. Do we think, does everybody else think that we're in our world? That's actually a really interesting conversation. And Bruce is sort of like thinking, but at the same time, not thinking. <laughs> we could be in the same world think? at a different time. We could be in a different world on a different plane. We could be in the same world in a different, uh, in a television show. I Do mean, you mean like an was... alternate universe? Sure, why not? Twilight Zone. I believe that we're in between worlds. We're here, but we're not. Like Purgatory? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if that's this a is... terrible ending to a show. <laughs> I wonder I'm if this is a that. question we can t ask Ivy. I don't know if we can get an answer in less than a minute, but this might be something that she knows. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, I just continue to find it to be increasingly eerie that we have not come across another person that is alive anyway. Like, <laughs> that's something I don't want to think about. That is a really, right. really weird thing. I don't disagree. I don't disagree now, either. Do you want to write down that question to say for next time? Yeah, we need to plan a little bit better the next time we try that. What, well, you didn't think we, we all planned super well the last time when we were told to plan and then <laughs> all we did was stand there and stare. I'm really happy we all took the time to learn the hand signals and we went uh, scuba diving over to the ship. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we did too. That was sarcasm. Okay, you guys, wake up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. I'll go ahead and write that down, like Maeve suggested. <laughs> and But we've got a little bit of time before we're going to see her again. So we can just kind of keep a running tally of questions. But as far as planning goes, we've got a couple of hours before we're going to go back. What's the plan? Well, the one thing I wanted to ask Silas was about the ribbon person you saw. Did I we mean, decide that I don't know if I called her that, but I, I, I mean, I guess she had ribbons on her, kind of like tentacles. She was ghosty. She was ghosty and had ribbon tendrils. Did you feel like this was a... Um, I don't know, dangerous sort of creature, something we could bump into again that may want to try to talk to you or have a conversation further. I mean, I think that she will probably talk to me. Um, and I suppose that I can have that magical conversation again. But I also would not say at all that I believed her or that I trust her because every single thing that we've interacted with while we have been here since that blasted train wrecked has pretty much tried to kill us, except for Steve. And actually he did for just a little while. <laughs> well, and, and Laughs in Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and and Feruza's moose and the rats. Well, I, I, basically what I'm saying is maybe those things haven't had time yet. <laughs> and the poor rats probably are out of time. But, but I, I'm just saying everything has been really dangerous. And so no, I do not trust the Lady of Ribbons. It's a lady. You're sure? I I believe so. Uh, based, I, I mean, I absolutely did not ask that, and that that's on me. I sh I should have, you know, <laughs> right away said, you know, my pronouns are he him. 
what, what are yours? Um, but I was not thinking about that in that moment. Well, you know what? This, these are good questions that we should write down as well. We should also get her name and her story. I mean, maybe when she's not afraid of whatever it is that's out there that she was afraid of, she'll give us a bigger explanation and then you will be or a little more trusting. maybe what, she, what she's afraid of. Well, that's I mean, question I, too. in fairness to me, more specificity about the thing that she's afraid of us coming and encountering that might kill us. So I, I did try to ask to come that. back. I mean, I are we talking about angry one. parents or are we talking about, you know, maybe she has deadly. a shard. Sharks. Well, Silas, you said that she knew where it was. Well, she claims that she does. Mm. And I tried to ask a few more of those questions, but uh, they were basically like, gtfo like get out of here and then we spent a little bit too much time again a little confused about like don't leave me but then get out of here but then as we were doing that part like i was like wanting to know things about like you know what are you afraid of and everything but it was just like get out get out get out and so there was a bu bunch of urgency and um said you know just to come back tonight and that's the thing is that if I was some entity, some horrible, horrible being that would make a lady of ribbons or a, a, a person of ribbons is what we're going to say until we know for sure. A person of ribbons, um, you know, we're, you know, that individual be this scared. Then I also would say that if I normally just leave for the day and, or for the night, then like occasionally I would mix that up sometimes and I would like leave somebody behind in the night just to see if, you know, the cat's the way the mice will play kind of situation. So I'm saying that we're going to go back there at night. I have no idea if this person is truthful or not. And so we might just be walking right into a trap. That's true. A lot of the creatures that we've encountered have had rules, I guess, like, those zombie creatures they didn't notice us until we got close um ivy she can't appear until that specific time in the morning the the morlock creatures they noticed us through hearing they they all seem to have like rules that they follow or preferences i mean this is a magical world so maybe the creature she's so afraid of they are so afraid of Maybe only is out during out. the day because that's when they have their full power or something. I don't know. That sounds like a video game thing you would you would talk about. Diabolical. <laughs> All right. But let's think about our plan. Are we going to just go in, go in shooting? Or are we going to try to do a stealth mission? Do we have guns? Do we have harpoons? I, I meant two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying, Robin. That's probably a good idea. Um. I don't know. We want to get, we want to get answers from her, whether we believe her or not. We want to get answers, so I think we yeah, have to start well, stealthy. I, I think really what we want is the shard, and if these things are going to be gone, but we don't know how long they're going to be gone. I mean, I just think we should get in and get out. There are no records around here about any creatures like this, right? There's nothing about the shipwreck on the. In the in the in this area here, uh, give me an investigation check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, 
so as you're as you're going through the papers and things within this room, again, everything seems to be very focused on the natural ecological uh, surroundings. However, you do find, um, you know, one again, one of the students' notebooks or something like that that's just sort of filled with notes they've been taking. It's a lot of numbers and things, but as you flip through it, um, there is one note that says, um, you know, gonna go check out the wreck tomorrow. Um, someone told me it was haunted. Wouldn't that be cool? It is kind of cool. No. 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 Wait no? a second. Ribbon person that Silas bumped into said there was something she and everyone, everything else that's residing on that ship was scared of. We're about to swim right back into it. But they're going to be gone, Veruza. That's the hope. I mean, yeah. that's what she said. And this is why I think we should go in and be at least stealthy to get to a chance to ask her questions. Again, listen, I saw some of y'all swimming and it ain't too stealthy. Again, I'm going to flag. We keep finding these people who, I mean, I don't know what happened here, but these people who potentially died in these fiery explosions who are in these haunted places. Does anyone else seem to find that weird? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ivy and Steve <laughs> and now this person. Yeah. There's, a lot of There's something to that. And we couldn't figure out how the, the split formed, whether it was something crawling in or something crawling out. Mm -hmm. But we know that this, in theory, sunk because of a fire or an explosion. Yeah. yeah um the the grates for this cargo deck uh, -huh. uh there was you said the only way to open them was with the pulley system correct uh they're they're very big and heavy yeah and there's i mean there's a pulley system that will go in to retrieve oh. packages inside but presumably that was a way to lift these big heavy heavy hatches um so logistically, we have to think about how we're going to get to the person of ribbons. You know, what are we? How are we going to lift that gate? Do, is there another way? Rusa can probably do it. Underwater. I wonder if there's another way in because lifting that gate is gonna be hard. Would would For Robin those know? explore the rest mm -hmm. of the ship? Did you see anything? Yeah, we we did explore the ship a bit, and would Robin Found maybe these. know? Jingle, jingle. <laughs> yes, he's going to open it up. I'm sure. Uh, yes, what would Robin maybe know? If if the design of the ship, because I think you mm -hmm. had mentioned that the cargo, like there's no way into them like a door. Yes, so that it's not, you know, Robin knows from experience that the cargo area is not a like a human transport area. People are not traveling in that space and staying there. It's literally just for containers, shipping, you know, that's all that goes in there. So it's not designed for any access other than lowering in and out these um, parcels. Um, so yeah, there, it would be very unlikely that there would be access to much uh, human-wise in there. Now, there would be access for maintenance, uh, that kind of thing, but, you know, they could go through that, that large hatch. When I had a chance to look in the giant gash on the side of the ship, mm -hmm. Did, if we were to somehow be able to get through that gash, would that lead to the cargo areas? Uh, let's see. 
the gash is fairly central. Um, so it, it, it seems really far away from the forehold, which is where you saw this ribbon person. Um, <laughs> they were in the, in the sort of the, the front half of the ship. The back half, that aft hold, you guys hadn't really investigated yet. Um, yeah. And then this feels almost dead center. It's not directly underneath the sort of living quarter stack, that flying bridge that you guys checked out, but it's on the other side of the smokestack. Okay. Um, so it's pretty central. Um, you wouldn't be surprised if it seemed to come down. You know, you guys went down the smokestack and found essentially the furnace. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You know, so you wouldn't be surprised if it was not too far away from that sort of those mechanical areas. Okay. I was just thinking about is it easier to widen the gash and go in that way than it is to lift up an entire grate? But it sounds like we need to either lift up a grate or sneak on through it in some way can we well i mean i wasn't with you guys when you were there but uh i could maybe bring right where did you go strength with me and as opposed to when you leave it at home maybe she's <laughs> cocking her arms i could try i mean Cavill i didn't style. see what you guys are talking about but i wouldn't mind trying I mean, these are just bigger doors with bigger holes in them, right? So this is just doors? another door that you could, right? Isn't isn't the grate on the top? If it comes off, it's a door. door bane. Yeah. <laughs> but again, we need to do it stealthily, correct? I mean, I know that sound doesn't carry quite as far, but vibrations do. So sound carries, it. it's just your human ears that can't perceive it very well. So sound carries great. It's just your land land thief ears. <laughs> we, are, we don't we don't have eardrums on the side of our bodies. Land thief are <laughs> ill-adapted for this area. Uh, you, you poor poor land thieves. Once we talk to those whales and they can talk about talking for miles across yes. oceans, then then yeah. So yes, yeah, so sound will travel great. It's it's just your hearing that's that's no good down there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> land thief for Rusa. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, so ultimately, if sound does carry, because yeah. I know that, um, I know that my magical conversation somehow got to the person of ribbons, and I don't know how much of that was magic and how much of that was, you know, actual sound. But um, I think it was that all either magic, way, right? I mean, you were like, yeah, okay, okay, good. Adam knows that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, yes. Got Silas um, says, gotcha. Yes, uh, but gotcha. Uh, but then uh, you know, Miss Robin, like, if that's the case, do we honestly think that anything that would come for us wouldn't he? I mean, I don't know if we're professional, you know, ninja divers. So, like, is it better for us to just like you know, full on fourth down blitz here? and like get in and try to get out or are you referring to the the, yeah, the lizards the, the the ice cream no definitely talking about <laughs> gridiron football it's a sport that is played you know very popularly in the united states um ah. it's not it's not football that is life for or some football. people um but uh but Just yes calling it football is fine but yeah, yeah, that that's American it. football. American football. <laughs> yes. Understood. So, Understood. 
Yes, so that's the blitz I'm referring to, which just means we kind of rush, bull rush in there, and like maybe crash. try to get the thing open and get the um, ribboned one out to have a conversation elsewhere away from all the danger. It's Do we think we can even take her away from the boat? I her, have no idea. Her, I mean, I don't know much about ghosts or any of the creatures. I don't think creatures. she was a ghost. Like, I don't know. I mean, Miss Robin, I can't remember what you said, you know, 15 minutes ago, but did you say <laughs> that you actually felt felt a ribbon on you? Or was no. that just me being terrified seeing it that close to you? I think it was all you. I don't think I was touched by anything. I could just feel a sense of something behind me, and I just got the heebie-jeebies. So that sounds like a ghost. So you didn't feel anything physically, Robin? No. Nothing. You just felt it. I'm trying to say you think that that the ribbon person is a ghost? Yeah, where did you get that from? Or did you just infer that from... From her being kind of see-through. Oh. I mean, I, yes, it's an assumption, but... Yeah, but jellyfish can be see-through. That's true. So can frogs. I need to learn so more about that, but that's a, that's a conversation for later. I only know because I had them as kids. <laughs> we start listing right. off all the creatures. <laughs> okay, so if she's... She wanted us to come back and help, help her, right, Silas? Um, yes. She was, yeah, I'm she's very confident in that. Yes. Okay. So I think before we open anything, before we rush in, we talk with her. What? Who is she? Why is she here? What does she want? How'd she get trapped here? And how can we help? You know, whether or not you believe the answer she gives, at least we'll get something to go on, right? Okay. Anything. So I just, I, I, I just want to be really forthcoming with everyone here that if I am going to use my mind magic to talk to her again, we probably should write down what everybody's wanting me to ask because I'm not going to be able to like, uh, trifurcate, quatrifurcate, you know, what, what, whatever the furcates are that we were talking about last time. I can't do that like at once. Are there any like waterproof whiteboards or notepads down here? <laughs> That's a fantastic question. Uh, go, yeah, you want to head back to like the sciencey area? Yeah, I'll yeah, give, give me an investigation research. of that sciencey area. Let's see if there are. Uh, 16. Uh, heck yeah, it's small. You find Whoa. like it's like a little travel size, right? It's the kind that you could keep in a hand. Um, and it even comes with these like markers uh, that, you know, the writing on the side's probably in like Swedish or something. So you're not quite sure what it says, but uh, but it seems very fancy. And if you test it under the faucet, it looks like it'll stay underwater. I start handing them out. How many are there? Let me see. <laughs> there are three. I just okay. take one and trying it out and I just write, you know, P R B. L and I try to try to fit problems on there and see if it works. It it seems to work. The the you know, you can write it down, it looks fairly clear. If you run it under the water, it seems to stay. You don't seem to be able to write super well under the water. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, it seems like it's kind of working. There's a there's a, a solution with some uh, stuff next to it that'll take it off if you need to, you know, clear off the board. So this is the kind of thing in where once we write stuff on it and then we're under the water, that's it. There's there's no erasing under right. the water. Doesn't seem like you can rewrite things, add things to it under the water in this scenario. I mean, so we could move. potentially also find like a Ziploc bag and write a lot more stuff on a piece of paper and then put that in the Ziploc bag and then just hand me the Ziploc bag and then I will light up the bag and then I can I should be able to read it, I think. Well, honestly, how many questions do we really need to write down before we're just going to be asking? I don't know. You're right. I'm going to end That's up winning it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's what's your name? What are you afraid of? How'd you get trapped here? And where's the shard, right? See, I already can't Pretty remember much. all of that. But um, but yeah, if we write those things down, I'll be fine. Well, who has the best handwriting of all of us? Miss Robin. Well, Did you ever do calligraphy? <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to write the questions. <laughs> there we go. And then we'll have two others for emergency problems. Right. So we want one problems. that has you know the the hand signals so we can point to it mm -hmm. maybe for my benefit is that what we're saying i i mean i wasn't gonna say anything but <laughs> <laughs> robin as you're hugs. robin as you're writing out these uh what's what's your style is it like a trader joe's <laughs> sign is it like you know what's your what's it's your uh <laughs> Is it dingbats? Is it if it is Comic Sans, Silas has a lot to say. <laughs> oh, no. You know what we should do is we should just write the alphabet and the numbers and you can point. Oh, like a Ouija board. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not haunted at all. Mm. I mean, we're going to a haunted boat, so it all ties together. Oh, so are we writing the alphabet? Mm-hmm. Maybe we've got it three lets boards. us communicate. Yeah, so maybe one board is the questions, one board is the alphabet, and one board is some hand signals for... That's a great idea. It's a good plan. I mean, it's complicated, but that's us. <laughs> three, three whiteboards are complicated for us? I'm a little scared for us. Have you met us? I have. <laughs> and I'm the one that usually leads the way. <laughs> Well, True. speaking of that, actually, I was, so the last time we went under the water, I thought I was going to be a giant octopus, and apparently I can't be that big. I don't know. It didn't quite work out, but, and Neb's going to pull out the book of animals that she mm -hmm. has and flip through until she shows a shark. Mm -hmm. um, <gasps> not a, not anything special, uh, not like yeah. the the Greenland shark that was awesome. She's going to show that. She's going to say, I think I can turn into a shark. So if we want to be sneaky, I should probably go mm -hmm. octopus. But if we want to do the whole um, American football thing, <laughs> I can be a shark. Shark <laughs> But I got to pick one or the other. I, I, I don't know if I can yeah. do... If I try to do both, I'm going to end up with a really really disturbing shark i say go for the shark 
I think we should go for the shark. Well, my favorite are. animal is a liger, but since oh. that would not survive underwater, shark it is. Okay. All right. I'm going to spend some time while we're continuing okay. to plan and during a short rest, really looking over the picture of this this reef shark. Okay. So as you're sort of short resting and just talking and, you know, moving through this, if there's anything you want to specifically call out for your short rest, let me know. Um, I'd like to find a mug of tea if there's any left, if Robin Absolutely. hasn't drunk at all. <laughs> they are well stocked down here. Um, of course, you know, you have to be careful because the, you know, the powdered creamer is right next to the acetate. <laughs> it's all in the same area, which is, uh, <laughs> read the labels is what we say. Make sure you read those labels. Um, I'd like to make sure that we are pulling the oxygen tanks that have the most oxygen in mm -hmm. them and mm -hmm. that um if there are brighter lights or anything that we can pull um mm -hmm. or or more directional um mm -hmm. tools so yeah so your 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 you know scuba equipment has a light on the shoulder so that illuminates a little bit um i'm trying to think what they yeah um unfortunately you don't you don't think there's any other like flashlights okay. or anything along that lines. They probably weren't doing a ton of night dives at this sea lab. Um, uh, you know, night dives are scary. Mm. Uh, so they, they're not super equipped for that specifically, but yes, you can pull out, you, you know, you can read the gauges on the um, oxygen tanks and you set out, you know, four fresh, you know, uh, tanks so that you'll have your full 30 to 45 minutes of time. Um, that looks good to go. Your wetsuits are, you know, pretty much drip dried by now. Um, it is beginning now to get really quite dark and you begin to be reminded, even with the lights on in here, or especially with the lights on in here, as you look out at that water and a storm above, it is going to be exceptionally dark. And all for one thing is you look out in this last little bit of light, that kelp forest off to the side is, I mean, 45 degrees. These waves and the wind up at the surface have now begun to really roil the water, getting deeper and deeper. Um, and this, you know, the kelp is being dragged further out to sea, um, you know, from its roots. You even think you've seen a couple get sort of uprooted and pulled by those waves further out. Um, so the water is looking pretty pretty rough i want everyone to know just just how dangerous this is i've done plenty of dives but not even anything like this this is top tier what's our what's our quick way of telling each other we gotta run franken beans <laughs> except i think you're the only one that can say it <laughs> yeah that's probably not a good idea then I yeah. mean, you can only say it to one person, Silas. You well, I mean, I could it. turn around and in turn say it to all of you, but that means that Silas is the one determining when Frankenbean should be invoked, and that's probably not the best. Hmm. We need a universal hand signal, something that everybody will understand and cannot be mistaken for something else. Well, I mean, I've got one. What? That everyone understands. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it means that, that already you know, has another meaning, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think um, the good old-fashioned Jolly Roger, the the hands across the, the danger sign is. I would I would run from that. Danger, you do that one. Danger, not hug. Not hug. Not, hug. Yeah, not hugs. Not Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Roger. <laughs> we're gonna do this so that when we get back we can have hugs and jolly ranchers but as soon as you see this leave leave. really happy cow cowboys (laughs) (laughs) they're the ones that sing the cowboy songs that have happy endings you know i got my dog back i got my house back my truck is awesome Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I never really thought about that. Jolly ranchers. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I haven't had a Jolly Rancher in a very long time. I wonder if there's any on the train when we get back. No, I think Miss Robin is right. We do the the that, yeah. I mean, like, when is it like, oh, this is just I'm panicking and things aren't good, or is it like like get out of here now that's or, a good yeah. symbol yes we could instead okay. of yeah. just doing it once we could do it multiple times yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but then like that's kind of like, like wakanda forever too so but anyway i guess i guess that's not you know contextual here so so we'll be okay <laughs> uh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> uh yeah okay yeah, we see that no questions just running <laughs> all right so just running well swimming or swimming Let's yeah. let's go over our plan again. We got to okay. lift up the grate. Is that correct? Are we going mm-hmm. to use the pulley system? Maybe it's a mixture of the pulley system and Feruza. Maybe yes. Feruza runs the pulley system, or maybe I don't know. Okay. But when we get there, we'll determine. Get that grate open. We swim down to the person of 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 ribbons. Yes. I don't know if we should swim down. Like maybe we should stay safely above the tentacle range potentially and talk are we talking first or are we trying to get them out of there and then talk i figure we talk first because she might have information that could help especially if mm-hmm. if there is some easier way to get in there she might know or be lying yes or be lying but until we actually hear what she has to say we can't come up with whether she's lying or not I'm just oh. saying, and I think Silas will be on my side on this one. It's in the movies. It's when you think that the bad guy is gone, you go and you're then you're in the middle of things, and the bad guy comes back. I'm just saying we should probably try we to should hurry. just we should just spring that. Like we <laughs> should just bring bring it on, bad guys. I'm with you, Miss <laughs> Robin. There, but one thing that I will also say is that I think that it's going to be difficult to communicate in mass with everyone in the group. So I think what I'm going to do is when I try Mm -hmm. to speak to the ribboned one, when I have something to say to the group, Miss Robin, if it's okay with you, I will communicate that to you. And then you can figure out how to write something or hand signals because you seem like you've learned them all um or, or whatever needs to happen to try to fill everybody else in because i think if i have to take the time to fill in four four other people after like it's probably gonna break the flow of the conversation i like that idea all right so we're going to talk first 
This is the most fully baked plan I think we've ever had. I agree. It's looking good. (laughs) But if we get down there, where didn't the the person say the shard is down there? Yeah. Uh, No, that they know where they are. They did say they. they, I I don't know if it was they in the shards, but but there was some kind of plurality (laughs) to what they responded. So it led me to believe that they might know the location they know of the shards Ooh. and um, there was something plural in there right. wait a minute back it up back it up hit the brakes put it in reverse what do you mean they they were using they we what no, they were no. you- yeah i'm sorry i There's i more than really one. had like kind of some pronoun potpourri going on there um what i was trying to say is that um the ribboned one was referring to more than one shard when they were speaking about it that that's all i'm saying like and i might have misunderstood this this was a magical conversation that was underwater but um i like and you know now that i'm like saying this all out loud i am really hoping that i didn't mess this up and thinking that they know where they actually are located I want to say that that felt like the flow of the conversation and that that was what was going on, but it could have been, but either way, one thing I know for sure is the ribbon one said that they were familiar, that they knew of the mirror shards okay, and they indicated that they could help us. Like, so, so that is, that is something I'm very confident in. I'm not positive now that we have planned for so long that I, I'm not yeah. positive that they said that they know where they are located, but I yeah. do know that they knew what they were and that they indicated they wanted to help if we came back. Well, that's one of the questions on the board and I'll point to whichever one of the boards has the <laughs> questions. Where is the shard? We know there's one here. There, She may know of others, but there's only one in this location because we, we've got yeah. that, that map. So we can focus yes. on at least the one that's here. Right. Yeah. And with the with the oxygen tanks, this is all we have left, right? Just one more trip. This is it. So we can't make one, one more trip together. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is a one and done, folks. Well, that sounds very final and fatal. However, I think it makes sense if if we're gonna run out of air. I'd rather us all come back here and try to figure out what to do next than try to stay too long and then have one of you, one of us, one of me drown. That'd be bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So as full darkness takes over outside, you can see nothing outside of these windows. It is pitch black. You begin to also hear outside the pressure of the moving waves, the creak of this sea lab, the twang of the cables that connect it to the ground as they are pushed back and forth in the pressure of this water. Um, Once again, uh, maybe not once again, hold up. Um, Yeah, Uh, once again, you can turn on whichever lights you want, on or off, back in the moon pools where you have all of your equipment. Um, as far as I understand it, <laughs> your plan is for Neb to be a shark, 
yeah. you're going to go and talk to this ribbon person yes. um and that's the beginning of this deal okay yeah. i'm gonna add one more thing is i'll ask silas as we're getting ready when we get into the water that that thing you do where you can talk to people after i turn into a shark try to do that with me i will first thing okay because i don't and know if that will work or if all you'll hear is shark but i'm excited <laughs> to find out got it let's do it okay all right you suit up what lights do you want on these um, ones on you do you want yeah. the ground lights around the habitat yes yeah, so we can find yes, it please okay. yeah, yeah. runway <laughs> the habitat is lit up um you have the lights on on your shoulders yet again you all sit yourselves in this very cold water even as you sit down here you can feel the current underneath you know the the habitat as it sort of pushes your legs in one direction you begin to get the sense that swimming in these conditions might be a tad more difficult than it was earlier today as you okay. dunk below once again adjusting to try to relax and breathe naturally through your regulator as neb i move a little bit away from everybody and i think of uh, it's a reef shark, which England? is kind of no. the, the most cliche of sharks. Like if you think of a shark, yeah. unless you're thinking of Jaws, it is that shape of shark, which is one of the reasons she thinks she can do this. And there, there is a moment in where she does think of Jaws. No, 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 that's way too big, way too big. No. Reef shark. And then there's a, a gray and white shark Ooh. there with bright blue eyes. Um, oh. And Neb has a moment of confusion. Oh no. <laughs> because the shark has blind sight. So not only can Ooh. she see in the dark, oh. but suddenly there's like sonar going yes. on. And so you see the shark stop, kind of like the octopus did, but in, instead of mm -hmm. checking their own body out, they, they just kind of start turning in the water yeah. around because it's such a, where is all that coming from? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, this place is freaking alive. Um, and But one interesting thing is because of the currents and the movement of the water, it's also a little muddled. Uh, there's so much movement and sonar that it, it is disrupting. I mean, from what you know, you don't know what it was like before. Um, but you're, you're having trouble getting real specific on things. However, you do feel that if anything were to approach you, come up fast, that kind of thing, you would absolutely be able to sense its movement if it were, you know, is there a, is there a radius on that blind side? 30 feet. 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> if it was within 30 feet of you, you'd have no problem. Beyond that, it's all kind of currents and waveforms, and it's a little hard to register outside of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll right. line myself up with Silas waiting waiting for our experiment. And then Silas is going to take out his mask for just a second, and he's going to start whispering, Neb, if you can hear me, the great Michael Jordan once said, if it turns out that my best wasn't good enough, at least I won't look back and say I was afraid to try. Do I hear that? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming as a shark. Is it your, is it your message? Yes. Your whispering. Okay. Uh, yes. yes, you do hear it. I mean, you have a brain. You have an intelligence that is still your own. Yeah. Uh, you hear Silas's whispered voice in your mind. You can 
reply in a whispered voice in his mind. All right, I'm going to try. And what you hear back, if it goes through, is Neb going, I'm a shark and this is amazing. There is so much here. I don't, what's that? Do you see that? No, I don't even see that. There's something over there. I don't know what you get back, but that's what she says. Do, do I get all that you back? Have, you do. I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. Do you have speech as a shark? No, right? but no. I don't know how message. Oh, because it does have to be a whisper. Well, but it just says you hear it in your brain. All right, let's mm -hmm. look it up. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm trying to. Look. I just want to clarify who has. No, like, none of none my of my creatures brain. have the ability to speak. I just wasn't sure if message okay. was gonna. And yeah, reply in a whisper. Okay, so you. Well, I guess you have to. I guess you have to be able to whisper. All right, so yeah, so okay. I guess we can't hear you. <laughs> so what you get back is a lot of gnashing of teeth. <laughs> and then and then Silas is going to take it out. Can you verify by shaking your tail left and right that you can hear me and understand me? I will make eye contact with you sideways. And then I will shake my tail, which will, of course, propel me in the water. And uh, and so you just see me kind of poof off. Fast, too. Yeah. Like, faster than you anticipated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And then she kind of corkscrews in the water Oops. a little bit because now yeah. there's 30 more feet of things. That she's... But for the rest of you, she disappears into the night. For we just see her chomping her teeth, and then she takes off. Miss <laughs> Robin, comes back. I and just I'll come want back. to let you know that Neb is a shark, first of all. I think we talked about that. But she can understand me while she's there. She just doesn't know how to speak like we can hear. And so she can't reply. But she can understand. So if I need to get a message to Neb, I can. And I wanted to make sure that you could hear me also, since like that's kind of crucial to the plan that we just laid out. Uh, Robin, not probably not realizing that she can talk back in a whisper. She's okay. just going to know that even though the thumbs up sign means to swim up, she knows that <laughs> thumbs up to Silas means thumbs up. Gotcha. So yeah. she just thumbs up. <laughs> she just thumbs up. Okay. Wait, um, are we supposed to swim up now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why I wanna? <laughs> Yeah, what's this sign? <laughs> to the moon, Alice. To the moon. Um, one day, Alice. One day. <laughs> no. Not funny. Okay. Uh, no. Not so, funny. Yeah, as you all begin to swim following Neb, I imagine, Neb, you're so much faster than you think you are. Yeah. Um, just, I'm, I'm probably doing circles okay. at this point because once, once I get under control, what all of this stuff that I am Mm -hmm. seeing feeling hearing mm -hmm. not sure i think now i'm gonna perimeter and okay. so i'll i'll start to circle looking for problems so problems. the lights on your wetsuits certainly do not reach this ship so you are moving by memory feel mm -hmm. trying to figure out what you know in the direction of this ship as best you can it's even you know outside of your blind sight here at the beginning there um so all of you are moving let's do a group perception check. Um, so everyone roll one and we'll see how many we get. Perception. Oh, now 20. Okay. Yay! That can count 15. for two. <laughs> 15 is mine. 15. Sweet. Nine. 19. 19. 16. 16. Yeah. So um, Silas, 
there's a couple times you want to edge left and they kind of pull you back right a little bit as you're going along. But <laughs> well, the, yeah, the group together is able to do pretty well. Even with that, the swim is hard. You find yourselves getting a little bit over Ooh. and you start to worry about using extra oxygen in the exertion of this swim. And once this ship finally starts, you get a sense of it, uh, Neb, first. Um, and once your lights finally start to reach it, when you're already within 10 feet of this ship, you are definitely further out to sea than before. This current of these waves, that undertow, is pulling you further out to sea, and you're going to have to fight to stay closer to the shore with every stroke. But you are now 10 feet from the hull. You're not exactly sure where on the ship, but if you kind of you can tell that below you is the abyss, not the ground. If I see anyone specifically uh, struggling, mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't talk about this beforehand. You'll see me swim up next to you so that oh, is, is it the dorsal fin on the mm -hmm. back? I. I should have studied this more That's than okay. Neb studied this. The door, my dorsal fin will be like right next to your hand, and I'm just going to swim alongside. And so I don't know who's who's struggling the most at this yeah. moment, but I'll mm. I'll do that and wait for someone to grab hold. Yeah, you all you all make it with that perception check and with everything you make it. But these are you know every stroke forward is on the diagonal because it's kind of there's a pressure you know pushing you in a direction but you've made it to the hull um about seven minutes have passed um robin is going to start uh just with her experience she's gonna start breathing in and she's gonna pull out and start holding her breath okay kind of doing that thing that you had once mentioned to try to hold her tank a little more all right so um, those of you who are close to Robin, again, in this absolute chamber of darkness, mm -hmm. you, you know, your little light illuminates Robin's pale face in the darkness as she pulls the regulator out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. You see her holding her breath, nodding as <laughs> you all decide to start swimming where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, so up towards the deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Silas Rob. is going to try to um, kind of anchor his uh, well uh, it's dark so I don't know whenever he starts to get close enough to yes. where this place is he is going to try to remember the best he can where he was before where he did not get tentacle grabbed gotcha um, um, and I'm, I'm sworn to that location so right now all you see is the rusty barnacled hull of this ship and when you look 10 feet that way, it ends, you know, it goes into darkness in this way. So you begin to go up to get up towards the deck. When you reach the top of the deck, you look forward and you see a grate, a hatch um, in the center of the deck. But you're pretty sure this is the prow. This is the front of the ship, uh, the part that is, you know, teetering off the edge, which is where you saw this ribbon person before. Um, as you swim forward to that area where you yep. spoke with them before. Uh, the rest of you, where would you like to be? I think we want to stay pretty close to each other yeah. for this particular one. <laughs> just, just in case we decide to just go into the folk, into Silas's folk court press. Mm -hmm. 
like waiting for the signal. Agreed. Yeah, wherever the four of them are, I'm gonna float like seven, eight feet above them Mm -hmm. and try to keep an eye out for the inevitable thing that Silas thinks is gonna attack us. Yes, so as you are there and beginning to take your positions, you find that if you stop moving for a second, it starts to again push you further out to sea. So it requires you to continually be swimming uh, while this is happening, or of course, grab hold of something. Um, But where this is, it'll be exertion for time. Now, Robin, you've been holding your breath for about a minute. Uh, You are not super surprised yet, but you're not feeling any pressure. Um, You feel pretty good, pretty holding on. I think she'll just keep saving her oxygen until she feels like she needs it. Yeah. Great. Silas, um, as he, as he is encountering this, he is actually going to, before he kind of, as he sees that he's drifting, Uh Mm -hmm. um, he like thinks to himself for just a moment and he might even accidentally magically let this out to Miss Robin, you know, like kind of under his breath or something. Uh, But, but he's essentially like, Oh man, I'm not going to be able to concentrate on what I'm supposed to ask her if I'm like floating away the whole time. And you see that, uh, you know, uh, I guess under the mask or whatever, you probably can't see it, but he closes his eyes and then puts his hands out just a little bit and some telekinetic force uh, that you can't really see, but it's displacing water around him um, is going to basically start it can do anything that a normal human Mm -hmm. can do Mm -hmm. and um as a bonus action on each of my turns i can move it 15 feet okay and so i'm basically going to have the force move and try to swim against silas to try to keep him from exerting as much okay okay i got it i got you so yeah so there's some sort of like invisible force swimming against you against this current to keep you you know as stable as, as stable can. as i can okay as a silas swim swim instructor swim buoy buddy swim yeah. buddy, swim buddy. Yeah. all right as you look down into this grate your light penetrating not very far you see no sign of this person and it gets dark fast beyond that grate. Robin will swim up to Silas and once again conjure up three dancing lights and these orb of lights and then <laughs> gently like push them like into the grate un- mm-hmm. underneath, not going too fast just in case mm-hmm. anything happens. <laughs> As he, the light- he learned that he can't use thumbs up for for great job anymore, <laughs> so he's like gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who has the boards? Oh, that's uh, a good question. Robin? Not Silas. <laughs> Seems like, yeah, Robin was doing we forgot the board. Okay. Robin has all the boards and then I've turned into a shark. Yes. And, <laughs> nope, shark. They're all gone. All that planning. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> As your lights begin to descend slowly down into the darkness, begins to illuminate the ghostly forms of boxes and crates and canvas all scattered around, uh, tossed in the sinking of the ship at the bottom. Um, 
more creatures in there begin to, you know, fish swim away from the light. Crabs you can see down in that area disappear into the nooks and crannies below. Um, you wait in this faint light glowing out until again, one blue ribbon from deeper within undulates just barely touching that little bit of light and retracts, pulling itself back into the darkness. It's, it's okay, we have returned. Are you there? You hear as a whisper. I can't believe you came. One thing you need to know about us is we are going to honor our commitments. <laughs> I am Silas, by the way. What is your name? It has been so long, but they used to call me Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn is a lovely name. My pronouns are he, him. What are your pronouns? Oh my God. You speak strangely, sir. <laughs> are, are, are you uh, she, he, or non-binary? I am she. At least I was. Excellent. Thank, thank you for that. Um, you mentioned, uh, I, I want to start here. You mentioned that something terrible was going to come and get us, um, was the indication when we were here earlier and that we needed to come back at night. First question, is it actually night now? Is this what you meant? <laughs> um, she says, yes, they are gone. And at that moment, go? you all see her face slowly come into view. Um, she is indeed transparent, translucent. You can see through her skin, which has sort of covered over all of her, um, her whole face has been sort of fused. Um, again, you can see the lips, but they're below this clear lining. Her eyes open, you know, she blinks behind this, you know, yeah, this like a clear membrane. layer, yeah, around her, this membrane around the top. Her body sort of disintegrates into these long blue tendrils. Even the inside behind her skin seems to kind of glow with a blue-green light. And as she speaks to Silas, you can see behind this membrane the flicking of her tongue and her lips as she tries to whisper. Um, so uh, one more question and then I'm going to fill in my friends. Um, what, where did they go? You said they're not here. Where did they go? They go to search for food. Okay. So they could come back. I, I, I will be right with you. Please, please. Will I, you let me out? Uh, I, are you going to kill us? <laughs> He says, why would I kill you? You uh, would be my saviors. Uh, oh, oh, man, I've got a soft spot for this. Um, yes, we're, we're, we're going to get you out. Do you know how we get Years. you out? Endless, endless time. Uh, no, no, that, that's over. We're going to get you out. How do we do it? Do you know how? 
Please, raise the hatch. Uh, I cannot just, fit. With just these, like, pulleys over here? Those will work. You can okay. use the winch. Please. The winch? Please. What? I mean, that's not very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Is We're that just how they talk back space. then? Before they come back. <laughs> if you let me out, I will take you to what you desire. Uh... Uh, okay, let me fill in my friends real quick, but I, I, I'm not going anywhere. She comes up closer to the grate, her face, you know, inches from the bottom of it. You can all see it shining brightly, as, you know, within as the light from your, your flashlights go through her reflective skin. The tendrils beginning to come up through the bars, reaching towards you, Silas. Please, please, don't go away. We're, we're right here. We're not going anywhere. Miss They Robin. are long. They uh, reach clearly up to where you are. Again, like they did to Miss Robin, wanting, teasing with touching you, but trying as hard as they can not to. Si Silas, um, Silas is going to kind of just flinch a little bit, and then he's going to reach his hand out and see if he can touch one of them. She reaches <laughs> over. The tendril brushes down the side of your palm. I mean, you touched it. I, I did. You, you did it. touch it. I mean, Silas it. wanted to know if it was, you know, ethereal uh, or not. Just make a con saving throw, please. Oh. Jellyfish sting. Ouch. Uh, that was really good. Um, <laughs> so that uh, saving throw, that is going to be an 18. 18? Where are you? You're over here. An 18 for you. Okay. Um, at this moment, you feel it brush against you. There's a little sort of sting um, as it does. Uh, you just sort of shake your hand off a little bit as you bring it back. And as that happens, she also retracts that tendril as fast as she can. Um, and while you are not messaging in this moment. You do see her lips. As hey, she then it's... drops lower, further it... down. Hey, it's them. okay. It's okay. Don't, don't, don't back up. It's okay. I used to go to Florida all the time. And like, I, I know it, it, it's okay. It's okay. I just needed to know that you weren't a ghost. And I think that I believe that you're not now. I promise we're not going anywhere. Um, and, and I'm going to be right back with you. I just need to tell my friends what's going on. She, she, you know, swims back up to the top and the last thing that you hear from her as you turn away is, it has been so long since I felt the touch of another. And then Silas is just thinking to himself, like, he doesn't even know what to think. And then he's like, Miss <laughs> Robin, okay, uh, quick. Her name is Gwendolyn. She is a she. Um, whatever she's scared of is gone out hunting for food and is not here currently she wants out and i am very inclined to help her but i also have like kind of a complex with this sort of thing and so um i don't know if we need to like vote or whatever but like it's gonna be really really hard to convince me not to try to let her out of this communicate that robin <laughs> i got it all right robin uh kind of a little distracted as she hasn't had her her breathing on yeah she's yeah. a little worried and so she puts it on yeah to breathe again take a breath and uh she, she's <laughs> gonna turn to everyone and she's simply gonna regard everyone and she's gonna 
point up at the pulleys and the grate and just kind of do a shrug. <laughs> when, when Silas what? sees this, what when Silas sees for? this, he, he, he is going to at that point. Okay, I knew that this probably wasn't going to work. Maeve, I'm going to try to be really, really quick, but um, I'm, I'm talking to you now. She wants out, and she's like really, really tore up about it, and I want to release her, and I did actually touch her. She's not a ghost. I can at least say she's not a ghost. She's like a jellyfish. Like somebody's going to need to pee on my hand later on. But um, uh, but I take out my thing. If you do you that, can take care of that yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, but we got to release her. Um, if if you're good with that, then you can reply here. But probably everybody else needs to see too. We can't do thumbs up. We can do gnarly. That means yes, maybe. Did she answer the questions? She uh she said that they're not here now. Um, and uh, that they're out hunting for food, um, whatever she's scared of. She said that um, she knows where the shards are and that she can help us if we let her out. And how did she get trapped here? That's an excellent question that I haven't asked yet. Um, if that is a requirement for your vote, then I will get back with her before we make the vote. <laughs> While... While all of this is going on, after after yes. Robin has pointed and shrugged, I'm going to swim next to Feruza because uh -huh. Feruza's the strong person, uh -huh. and yeah. lean my dorsal fin on over. Like, hey, want to ride? Feruza <laughs> uh, is eventually. Looking. Silas is going to try to relay this to everyone, everyone. including okay. including Neb, and just simply say that like. I, I'm inclined to help her, and unless somebody says no, that's what I'm going to be trying to do. Okay. We help her. Um, okay, so Feruza felt, she was busy looking at, I want, at first I wanted Feruza to notice mm -hmm. that Robin wasn't, but then I realized that no, she's actually more like interested in this shark friend of hers with the teeth and everything, okay. and so she's kind of just like, um, but then she felt the dorsal fin thing, and she looks over and she's like, because she remembered her access time, just so she has it. And she puts it back like in her suit and she's like, yes. Like, is it time to pull the thing? Gwendolyn, are you there? Again, at the very distance of the light, you just see her face. Yes. Gwendolyn, I'm sorry that this seems like, you know, kind of uh, a boardroom committee or something, but like, this is a big step for us. Like, I want you to understand that. Um, can you tell me how you got trapped in there? They put me here. They do not trust me. Can you tell me who the they is in, you know, 30 words or less? <laughs> um, she floats up close again. She says, they are like me. They are the navigator. Mm. They are the carpenter. John and Harrington, beware. Wait, were you a sailor on the ship? Of course. So this is like straight up Black Pearl kind of curse <laughs> stuff. Is that what we're dealing with here, Gwendolyn? Just, all I can say is I woke up, I was here, and they have not let me out. Well, that will not stand. We're going to let you out. One, one, one second, I'm going to relay that to the others. Maeve, since you ask a really important question, 
Um, I have it on good authority by her that just told me that um, this is like a cursed ship. She was a sailor and there are other sailors that sound terrible, um, according to her, that have trapped her in there and have not let her out. Um, and uh, that does not sound right. And I think we should do something about it. And you're sure she wasn't already trapped before the ship sank and isn't a prisoner? I, I, I didn't get into that level of detail, I'm afraid. All right. She says she knows where the you shards can are. see her, would you like to make an insight check? Yeah, you're not, I would. You're not hearing her whispering, yeah. but you're watching her body I would. I would like can. to see what kind of vibes I'm getting off of this person. Would you like me to roll that, or would you like to roll Sure, go ahead. What is your bonus for insight? Uh, plus one. Plus one. She seems scared. She mm -hmm. seems anxious. Mm -hmm. She seems a little scared of you all. This darting up and down, back and forth, you know, makes it feel to you that she's, she wants out, but she doesn't know if she can trust you either. Okay. So what do you say, Maeve? <laughs> I say we see what everyone else wants to do. Since right, Feruza hasn't grabbed onto my dorsal fin yet, I'm going to once again uh, pull a lassie and I'm going to swim <laughs> a little bit towards the the winch because Neb has made up her mind and then look look back at Feruza <laughs> and then turn and swim a little bit more towards the winch and then look back at Feruza. <laughs> and it's weird because it's a shark doing the lassie thing. So when it turns, it turns like sideways yes. and then I start to just drift. <laughs> I'll never get used to this. That's the Feruza's thinking. Okay. And she's just gonna, she looks back at everyone and it's like, okay, because all she can get is facial expressions. She saw Silas doing this, doing this, doing this. She saw the woman swimming back and forth. And she saw Robin. That's it. So she's, well, she to be clear, Silas does tell, like, eventually get around to you and says, Oh, he does? She's, tra she's trapped, like all, all of that. Oh. I, I I omitted that for time, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, yeah. definitely okay. relays um, okay. everything that okay. I said to, to Ms. Rob. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so since, so she's like, she's ready to go. So she's okay. gonna swim right after Neb Sharks. So there's a winch that you can see. It's again, it's rusty and barnacled, but it's, you know, you can just spin it and it looks like you can drop that hook down so that it can be hooked onto the grate and then you could spin it the other way and it would presumably it pull it on up okay so it's gonna be a strength test she's gonna I mean she gets you're gonna try what it is. you're gonna start lowering it yes give me a uh, a strength check just to see if you can break this the barnacles and the rust and make it work can i help with this <gasps> 22. hey I maybe i don't have to help with this <laughs> so I mean, you brace your legs against one side, you hold onto the winch with the other, and just, you know, all of the force and the weight that you can give it, I mean, you're weightless sort of in the water, but you do, you know, you're yeah. able to push against the, the, the floor and the walls there to, to really get this thing to turn, and immediately rust and barnacles sort of start to float the particles of this into the air. As you all look at each other, you're basically just pinpricks of light in darkness. So as you look over at Feruza, you really just see this little light on her shoulder that illuminates her face with the regulator and the mask as she, and then you start to see the particles come up and you hear, 
echo as the hook comes into view above your head, coming down towards the hatch. Robin will help line it up. All right. Go over there and hook it. <laughs> All right. You hook it on to the side there. Feruza, you can see that from where you are. Again, it's just Robin's face and the grate and this hook. She hooks it in and looks back towards you. <laughs> give me Never another. Mind. Give me another another strength check because it is now heavier with this oh, hatch attached no. to it, and you're raising Gosh, it up okay. against the pressure Here of the go. water. Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm -hmm. You've released it from its, you know, from its jam, uh, mm -hmm. and you begin to pull. You get it's harder than you thought. <sighs> Two. <sighs> three because there are barnacles and rust that have attached this hatch down to the bottom and as you sort of pull these things around you all hear the crack uh along the side as the wood uh that makes up this deck itself begins to break apart against the force of this G gwendolyn get, get out of the way in case something falls she sinks down out of view into those boxes uh feruza would you like to try again yes go ahead as she tries again, I'm going to yes. take up a defensive posture because okay. Okay. now we've made a lot of noise. And I imagine as a shark, Neb probably <laughs> hears all this real well. Yes, and, you do. Yeah. And Feroza okay. is destroying an entire boat. So I'm here 16. for it. 16. A 16. Um, mm -hmm. You give it another crank as, you know, as, as strong as you can as it releases from the wood below and begins to slowly rise. It is now much easier as you crank it pulling it up to upright. Miss Robin, I just want to let you know, you shouldn't touch her because she's some kind of jellyfish creature. Maeve, I just want to let you know, <laughs> you shouldn't touch her because she's <laughs> And Maeve, I, I sort of gathered that when you asked if one of us could pee on Hey, I just wanted to be sure. There is now an open, gaping hole in the front of this ship. The whole thing creaks as you again begin to feel your bodies pushed in this current um, and the debris begins to settle around you. Um, slowly, out of the dust, she rises. She is indeed very jellyfish-like. The head is still very strong, but the body are long tendrils that just float gently in the air. As she rises up, looking almost cautious and afraid for a moment, as she looks around, a jet of water releases from beneath her, and she rockets away out of sight. What? Bruce looks like Silas and is like, where'd she go? Did I see what direction she went in? Yeah, she went yeah. further out to sea. In that direction, um, as I see that, as long as she is still within 120 feet, okay. the moment that I see her do that, I'm simply going to say, Gwendolyn, wait, I thought you were going to help us. Um, you get no response from that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to follow her. You're going to follow her? Yeah. Yeah, I will okay. follow. Like, as what soon as she rockets by, I'm going to try uh, 40 feet. 40 feet, are you gonna dash? Yeah. All right, 80 feet, <laughs> way out in that direction. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. 
Uh, you get out, swimming out into the darkness. Uh, you, your sharky senses tingling, can tell you are way out over this drop-off. Um, it is quite dark. Um, and, and what's the word I'm looking for? Cold, isolating out here. Um, you can no longer sense your friends uh, beyond, you know, behind you. The rest of you, Neb has disappeared into space as far as you can. Si Silas is going to start dashing that way. And that way as well? Very, not very worried about not, oxygen at this point. Not very worried about oxygen. Okay, great. Um, you are starting to dash that way as well. You are 30 feet normally. Yes. So in this current, we'll see where you end up, but you can dash 60 feet. It just might not be in a straight line. All right. Silas kicks off his light disappearing into the darkness. Mm -hmm. Robin is going to, once again, knowing that how much ex exertion is going on, someone might need her tank. Mm -hmm. She's going to hold her breath again. Okay. Hold her uh, breath. And she's going to okay. start defending. She, I, she, the... she can't do anything about those guys. Okay. So she's going to try yeah. to finish the mission. Gotcha. So you start to sink down into this yes. uh, four cargo area. Yes. Uh, Maeve and Feruza, what would you like to do? Uh, real quick, I just with... wanted to I, I wanted to specify yes. one other thing Silas was yes. doing. Uh, with that bonus action, I want that telekinetic force to try to push against him to keep him from drifting as much as okay. possible. Okay. Okay. Each yes. time he's doing that. Yeah, sorry. You got Go it. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Maeve and Farisa. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with the person who knows what they're doing. <laughs> so are you going to go in with Going with, with Silas. That's that's brave. I love it. <laughs> okay. Farisa? Um, Farisa looks and sees that Robin and Maeve are about to sink, and she's going to push off the boat toward the shark and Silas Sorrell. <gasps> All right. <laughs> Uh, you're walking speed is about 30. Yeah. <laughs> is your walking speed 30? Part, yes. yes. 30, okay, uh, so same. You can go 60. It just might not be in perfect. a straight line, but you are heading off in that direction. Oh, man. Okay, how shall we do this? I, um, I will say if it helps, I would yes. move the 80 feet. Yes. And then if I don't sense uh, Gwendolyn, okay. I, I would stop. And kind of take stock. Okay, gotcha. Um, let's start with Maeve and Robin <laughs> going down into the hold. Um, so as you slowly sink down, bubbles drifting out from Maeve's regulator. Robin, you said you are holding your breath uh, to try and work against that. Um, you do sink down into what is a very large cargo space, a lot of crates and boxes that have sort of broken open um, over the years, um, been nibbled away, eaten at by the ocean life. What would you like to do? Um, <clears throat> Robin would like to, she's kind of gonna look at all these boxes and just, begin to, as she would say, you know, back in her days when she was a psychic <laughs> for those six weeks, yeah. she learned how to use a third eye <laughs> to locate objects. Maybe okay. even detect magical presences. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I can only do it as a ritual, though. So it okay. would take 10 minutes. So okay. I don't know. 
if we have the time to do it, but I think that's what Robin That's what you want to get started on. Okay. Yes. So as you get down, luckily, once you sink within the ship, the currents lose their hold on you. So you can remain fairly stable and still, you don't have to move or focus on that at much. You can slow your breathing if you need it every once in a while um, and start to meditate on this ritual. Maeve, as you see Robin sort of enter this state, I'm curious about what's about the cargo and yeah. what's in the cargo, where it's from, if I can find any clues about the, the explosions, all of that. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you want to start like what do you, do you want to go directly for something or do you want to do a general perception of sort of I want to start with a out? general and right. sort of see what's what's yeah. here before I. For sure. Go focus. ahead and roll me a perception check. All right. Ooh, 22. Okay. Um, so looking down at these crates, everything is really big in this space. These are large pieces. And from what you kind of remembered, what you were looking for was small. It was a package that was just, you know, it wasn't a huge thing. The other thing that you notice is a little bit of, it's not a draft underwater, but a little bit of a current. It draws you towards aftward where you find a hole in the wall an exit from this space is it an exit that would have been large enough for Gwendolyn it would have I swim over to Robin <laughs> and I point it out Robin, you just see her her mouth open and little bubbles come out. <laughs> um, um, if if does Robin need to stay completely still to, to concentrate? No, no, no. Okay, no, you don't have to. slowly concentrating. Uh, yeah. I will help investigate with me. You go down back towards this area. It's hidden behind some boxes around the side. Very difficult to have seen from above. Um, as you get over there, you can see this is not part of the structural part of the ship. It actually looks like it's been blown out, similar to the slash on the side of the ship. However, this is a much larger hole. Hmm. As you um, shine your lights through, um, you believe you see the boiler. Robin's gonna... <clears throat> Robin's still... Hang on. Does Robin still? Uh, nope, it's concentration. The dancing lights okay. are gone. Okay. okay, lights are gone. So it's just your little pen lights yeah. on your... It's, it is, it is, this is bad. It is very dark and super spooky. There is no ceiling. There is no floor. There is just your faces in pitch dark black. Robin's just going to look at Maeve. <laughs> um... I'm going to point down and I mean, I shrug. <laughs> um, I think Robin will look at Maeve and kind of, kind of run her finger like back towards all the cargo and shrug. Like, did you find anything? Is anything in? Yeah. Was there anything else interesting about the cargo of the, 
with your general perception check, it, it, nothing stands out. It all it all looks, you know, it's not like something, there's a red package in amongst all, the, you know, <laughs> nothing kind of jumps out at you. It's a bunch of boxes. Okay. You could open all of them if you want Is, to. There's no, there's nothing to indicate, nothing like burned into the boxes to indicate no. where they're from. Nothing. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, everything's so old and waterlogged and washed. You're not okay. seeing any leftover writing, but they are all quite large. These are big, heavy crates that were lowered into here. Are any of them damaged to the point that I can see what's inside? Oh, sure. Uh, give me an investigation for that. Uh, 16. 16. Um, you get over towards one and you actually are able to pretty easily pry a board away. And as you look in, you see a beer. Huh. Stacked, <laughs> stacked bottles and bottles and bottles of beer. They're really dark brown bottles. I'm gonna pocket a couple. You're gonna those. pocket a couple. All right, Just how many? Let's say four. I don't want to weigh four. myself down. I rolled four, so there you go. You get four. Perfect. <laughs> you can have four uh, bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in your pockets. Um, you do have, you know, you have weights on you and your equipment to keep you from floating up to the surface as well. So this doesn't really change too much of your your buoyancy. Um, but yeah, you can strap them on. Um, they're they're they feel very, um, you know, there's no labels on them or anything, but you can feel ridges on them as if the bottle had been branded in some way. Okay. Cool. Maybe we'll find something out about them when we get back up top. But for now, I feel like. Maybe a point to the boiler room. Robin will move forward. Maeve, you hear a beep, 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 and look down at your dive computer. I will look at the dive computer. It is warning you that you have about 10 minutes left of air. How long have we been out here? About 15. Does, does Robin hear this too? Yeah, and here's the beep, beep, beep. W without hesitation, Robin takes what she wasn't using, her, her respiration. She's going to hold it up to uh, to offer it to Maeve. Okay. I will, I, I, I sort of do the you okay? And Robin's going to like kind of look confused for a second and then nod. <laughs> And yeah, then, uh, Robin, you suddenly realize you've been holding your breath for like three minutes. <laughs> and you feel fine. Robin will hand over her, well, not hand over, but she will offer the, like, here, take a breath and you'll have to hold and hold, like, you know. The trade off, yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, when Robin hands you this respirator, you actually see something happen a large bubble of air comes out of it and it over your head <laughs> and you suddenly feel like you might be able to breathe for 24 hours what what <laughs> what what this globe is filled with fresh air that lasts until the spell ends, which is 24 hours. 
It so says, like, uh, what, what, uh, who did this? It wasn't Crumb. Who did this? Cedric did the bubble, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and it says you avoid suffocation. I Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as it do you, you know, your regulator, you know, is still sort of, oh, you took it out right because you were going to start sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I took so, it yeah. Out. so it dangles down by your side as you have this extraordinarily strange sensation. I sort of, of tap it to bubble. make sure it's not going to just pop on me. Like, <laughs> and, and Rob is just going to like, she's going to look down at her respirator and then she's going to look at Maeve and just kind of go. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> just, hey. It's all me in these tiny little lights. All right, we will come back to your now breathing uh, ladies at the bottom of the ship. <laughs> All right, Neb. Hi. You zoom out 80 feet. Stop trying to sense around. About 30 feet away from you, you know, that way. He was going to go 60. Yeah. Um, a little bit uh, uh, behind you, about 20 feet away, you can sense one of your friends. Um, you know, both of the people that followed you are, are tall people. Um, so, you know, you can you can feel that someone is about 20 feet behind you. Um, the other one, you're not sure about. Silas, you get your 60 feet, uh, your, you know, invisible force helping keep you sort of on a straight path um, against the current. Um, for Ruza, mm -hmm. you get 60 feet, but you mm -hmm. see no one around. It is you alone with this little light. Fruza then starts to doubt the decision she's made in life. <laughs> but like the reason why she kicked off because she's like, you know, no way is that thing getting away from us when it knew where the shard was. Like she's like, well, I mean, you know, we have a shark and we have Silas, but you know, we have to get this woman. So she's sort of, she starts, she stops and starts like just sort of treading water and looking around, and she's like, okay. Location, ship, everyone went in that direction, I think. And then she's like, I think. And okay. And I'm only Ooh. sensing one figure. Only one figure. Yeah, one figure. Okay. Silas, uh, you as well feel completely alone. I mean, this is, you are in a black hole. We've now reached the point where up is down, down is up, right is left. Mm -hmm. Trying to keep a sense of where your body is in space with nothing to orient it has lost. All you get are the bubbles that go up, that go upward. Neb, are you there? As long as I'm familiar with who I'm trying to speak to, as long as Neb is within 120 feet, the message can get through. Neb, you hear it. Okay, I'll turn around and head back towards the one figure that I can sense. And so Silas, you'll you'll see a very dejected reef shark come floating okay. on next to you. Maeve, are you there? Yes, because you're only 60 feet out. So yes. Oh, you, really? You're only 60 feet out, right? You dashed. Uh, yes, that, that yes. is true. Yeah. Yes. So 120, I, right? You know, Maeve, are, are you there? Or are you staying with the ship or coming? You both. I'm here in the ship. Okay, There's we'll be back. And Bye. And then, <laughs> um, and, and then uh, Silas, just by process of elimination at this point, 
Feruza, are you there? You hear him. Is this Silas? Who is this? Um, I don't know anybody else who would be talking like into your <laughs> mind like this, but yes, it is Silas. Okay. Yeah, I I, I I kicked off the ship. I swam and somehow I entered into a different dimension. I don't know where the rest of you are. I honestly am trying to calm down, but I don't see any of you. And it's just uh, pitch black. Um, I don't even know where to start with that. Um, you're probably not in a different dimension. Um, it's just, you know, the, the final, final frontier is the ocean. And you're probably just stuck in inner space. Um, but um, make yourself as big as possible. We're going to try to find you. Wait, wait, wait make myself as big as possible? What I, do I don't know. That? Like, wave your arms and stuff where we might see your light. I don't know. Um, we're, okay. But we're going to try to come find you. And then at this point, though, okay. Silas is going to forget about the message part um, for now. Okay. Remembering the conversation that we had back in the hab uh, that Miss Robin was talking about. Uh, sound carries well in water. Yes. And then yeah. Silas just takes out the mask. And he's like, Gwendolyn! And he's trying to like scream as loud as he possibly can and says, we helped you. You said we were your saviors. And this is how you act? And I'm just, I'm I'm screaming in anger um, okay. to, to see if, um, if Gwendolyn hears it. Neb. Hi. You sense a giant displacement of water from beneath you. Beruza, Silas, and Neb, a comforting glow of green light begins to pulse far below. And in all three of your minds, you hear, Hello. Hello? Are you who I think you are? Yes. Oh, God, I'm so happy. Can, can so we happy. hear the group or just? You cannot hear the group. Yeah, okay. This at this moment, you heard the initial hello. At this moment, this is just a first. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so, I mean, I, I guess I'm happy. I'm completely lost. I've lost my friends. They're they're at the ship, and the other ones swam after. Swam after one turned into a shark. I, I honestly don't know where I am. I'm happy to hear you right now. Yeah, I am happy to hear you. I missed you. You did? I did. Thank you for bringing your friends. I like whoa, friends. Wait, wait, wait. When you, when you say you're happy that you, you that I brought my friends, you're not gonna do anything to them, right? Happy. Happy is a feeling, yes? Yes, we, we talked about this last time, but there's there's happy good and there's happy like really messed up. You and your kind enjoy feelings? Yeah, we do. A lot. They help to dictate a lot of the things that we do and sometimes it messes us up, but... It, I it, like your feelings too. What do you mean you like my feelings? Your feelings, they are interesting. You can feel my feelings? Oh, yes. Is that why you found me? Because I'm panicking right now? It's how I find you all. Let me speak with your friends. The moment Silas hears hello in yes. his head, um, he says, yes, Satan? 
<laughs> See, that's funny because Neb's response is going to be Gwendolyn. <laughs> um, I assume it seems different than the communication I was having with. It her. absolutely seems different. Yeah. This is a voice in your mind. Got it. Um, a short time passes, and it repeats itself. Hello, friends. Um, can you help us? We are looking for a jellyfish person. Jellyfish person. There are many. Are you talking to me telepathically? I am sensing you. I believe that I'm starting to learn how to do this. What kind of creature are you? I sense you. Special, yes? Uh, I mean, I think we're all special. <laughs> um, so at, at this point in time, yes. how far away do I feel? I know that this is underwater yes. and I'm probably way no off, worries. but it's, how far yeah, away do I feel like it is away? This this displacement what, what, of water. Whatever this light light is. Didn't the you say light? light? Yeah, there's light. There's yeah. a green glow yeah. from below. Perception check. You want me to okay. read it, roll it? Yeah, sure. Um, that is a one, I believe. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> no zero. Um, sorry, zero. It feels close to you. Okay. Oof. Like so, it's all around you. It could be. The light is from below, but you're feeling the presence and the energy and the displacement of water from everywhere. I reach out with my mind, mm -hmm. and as long as it is within uh, 30 feet, I detect its surface thoughts, and there is no okay. save for surface thoughts. Gotcha. You detect nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I'm going to continue to concentrate on that. Gotcha. And I'm going to try to dive deeper and see if I can read the creature's thoughts. Fantastic. Neb, Silas upturns and begins to swim down towards the light. Uh, Neb, yeah, as I'll... he does that, you also hear in your mind, come, play with us. I'm going to follow Silas, but then it, in my mind, are, are you Gwendolyn? Who is, what is, I should say, what is a Gwendolyn? Oh, it was the person we were trying to find. Okay, hi, hello, who are you? <laughs> I can tell you are not as you seem. If you mean I'm a shark, yeah, I'm a shark. Ooh, I like these. You suddenly sense another very large being. Would you like to play? Well, at the moment, I'm trying to find my friends and then find Gwendolyn, but uh, maybe later. Out of nowhere, Silas, a huge shark begins to swim into your tiny pen light, less than an inch from in front of your face. Neb, as you see this happen and sense that that was what was coming, it swims past, suddenly turning and arcing and coming back your way. As you all, as you all hear in your minds, do you like what I made for you? Are you a shark too? <laughs> What is it that you made for us? Time to play as the shark begins to swim nearer. Veruza and Silas, as this Ooh. happens, you begin to hear beep, 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 
beep, beep, beep, as you look down at your dive computers and see that you have 10 minutes left. <gasps> I hear back. Silas's yes, thing you do. Okay. Yes. Um, at this moment, I'd like both Neb and Silas to make wisdom saving throws, please. Okay. <laughs> now, Silas, I believe you will have advantage on this. I do. Yeah. I got a 22. Okay. Uh, also a 22. Okay. Hey, 22 buddies. <laughs> 22 buddies. Um, I, I'm, I'm so sorry if this yes. makes a difference. I looked at the wrong saving throw. Okay. It was not a 22. It would be a uh, an 18. 18. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference. We're all good okay. stuff. Good. Um, yes, go ahead. Um, so yes. So as this thing begins to come back towards you, um, yeah. You, you know, you, you still feel connected to this thing, but it is, you do not feel in any way uh, mm -hmm. excited about that connection. <laughs> I mean, Nem is kind of excited about the connection, but that's just her. Yeah, this still feels strange and terrifying, not comforting the way that it does to fair reason. Mm -hmm. We will come back to you. Let's go yeah. back. Well, Nem, let's give you a chance just to, cause you had a, you took an intake. So let's, yeah. I think there's there's two things in that moment, depending on how far yes. the shark is and when I hear yes. the beeping. Yes. Um, she wants to try to say hi to the shark because she's a shark. Mm -hmm. So I think there's that moment where, however a shark would say hi, she would look at the shark and say hi, and then notice the beeping. And then once again, knowing that that's probably a bad thing, um, <laughs> swim next to Silas and present the, the dorsal fin of like, we got to, we, we gotta probably go. gotta go. Okay. And I'll, I'll, if the shark doesn't respond, I'll say in my head, yeah, I, I want to play, but right now I gotta get them back or else things are gonna be bad. Give me a quick uh, investigation check sure. as you take a look at that shark from afar. Ooh, that's a 24. Um, Ooh. As you look at it, a little switch, a little light bulb goes up in your head and you're like, that's Jaws. Like, that's literally what I pictured when I tried to transform. It, it's an actual great white? It's an actual great white shark that looks exactly like the one in the movie, only this is a fish and not a machine. But it's like down to the littlest detail that you pictured in your brain, it looks like Jaws. All right, we will. It, yes, go ahead. Just real quick, as yeah. all the swimming's going, Silas is concentrating on detecting thoughts, right? Which can either detect its presence within thirty feet or right. mm -hmm. the surface thoughts. When it, when I visibly see it's within thirty feet, mm -hmm. am I getting the impression that the magic is just not working on it, or is it pinging mentally for me? It is not. It is not pinning you. It is out of range. Whatever it is that you are, you the shark is not whatever this got thing it, is. Got it, got it, got it. You okay. are, whatever you're trying to sense below you in this green fog, yes. this cloud, is outside 30 feet of your range. Everything I wanted to know. All right, thanks. Cool. All right, so with that, Faruza, you are still in the dark. You can see again this yeah. green, you know, glow mm -hmm. of the cloud below that just feels mm -hmm. so warm and, you know, a friend that you made, some safety yeah. out here in the darkness. Yeah. Um, what would you do? I don't see that shark, right? You don't see the shark. I don't yet. see the shark. Okay, Fruz is gonna say, um, she hears the beeping and then she looks at her thing and she's like, 
Are you still there? Hello? I know I didn't give you a name, but whatever you are, are you still there? Hello? Swim down. Join us. I really want to, but can I tell you something? I'm not what you are. I can't breathe in, in, in water. I have to get back to where my friends are so they can help me. I'm, I don't know if this will make sense to you, but I'm running out of air. I air. can't, what? You don't need air here. What? You won't need it. Trust me. Oh, oh boy. This poses a really great big problem for me. And I'm trying to calm down, but I don't know if I can trust you. And if I do, and I make the wrong decision, it could be really bad for me. Uh, roll a, uh, let's see, we'll do a wisdom saving throw on this. Oh no. You know what I'll do? I, I will roll. Okay. Um, what is your, yeah, what is just your, your like wisdom, uh, modifier? Plus zero. Plus zero for your wisdom modifier. <laughs> I need to level up to get more wisdom. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you don't. An instinctual gut part of you does not want to swim down. No. But this voice is so calming. It is so mm -hmm. soothing. It is so trustworthy that you know you will be all right if you swim down. Nope, 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 yeah. nope. <laughs> okay, well, Fruza, unfortunately, she says into the darkness. Yes. Neb? Neb, Silas, Silas, my friend, are you still there? I am here. And she takes one look at her little um thing and it tick, look, takes a look at the meter thing again. Eight minutes. And she swims into the darkness below. Disappearing. Ladies back at the ship. You heard briefly from Silas. <laughs> you discovered your hands going, but you now have these fantastic bubbles. Yeah, so yeah. So um we're I'm headed headed into this boiler room. Okay. Yeah. You move forward past the threshold into the darkness of the boiler room. Um, as soon as you enter this space, you can see that it was blown apart. Um, you know, you're not forensic experts. You don't know if this is where it started, but clearly this is part of what, you know, this ignited as well and part of what caused the damage. Um, there is continuing forward passageways large enough for Gwendolyn to have slipped through. Hmm. Uh, Robin is still concentrating, but mm -hmm. because we're moving, I don't know if it will continue to work. It can. It's all good. Okay. You can you can move. I just the effort of keeping yourself in one place in the current might have been right. Too much, but you know this mm -hmm. is this is not distracting in that way. Okay. Um. 
Yeah, I guess Robin's gonna point at the holes. I, f I feel like it yeah. might be something we should follow. Okay. Continue to move forward. This next space, as you peer through it with your tiny little pin lights, uh, you see uh, ladders going straight up, as well as continuing blast, you know, damage and holes moving towards the aft of the ship. Robin looks at Maeve, pointing at the hole. I follow the way that that Robin leads because she's the one who knows what she's doing here. Oh gosh. All right, you move forward into, um, you know, past what is clearly an engine room, you know, more pieces you see, um, oh, what's the word I want? Um, you know, like, like thrusters, pistons, you know, all the machinery that kind of works the propeller as long as, as well as a long drive shaft that heads into a very small kind of 12 inch diameter uh, shaft that goes completely down as you guys sort of sink down. Uh, back to, with the rest of you out in the darkness, um, the shark turns and you all see the telltale sign as it flicks its tail just as, Nate, just as Neb did and starts to zoom faster in your direction, uh, its mouth open. Yes, as, go ahead. As that, as that is happening, Absolutely. I am going to message Neb yes. and say, Neb, I cannot sense that creature's thoughts. It is not real. It is an illusion. And I'm going to message that to her. Okay. And I'm still, you watch a slow blink yes. <laughs> as Neb <laughs> tries to process this, but she's right next to you once again, holding her fin out. And, and Silas, Silas, is, uh, Silas is just going to say, I think that we need to see if I'm right or not. Uh, it, with, with a message, and um, and I, I think we should stay. All right. As it begins to flick its way, heading straight towards you, its mouth open, and you hold your ground. Feruza, you continue to swim down. Now, as you're getting deeper and deeper, the pressure getting harder and harder, you begin to feel your air getting thinner and thinner as the giant body of this green glowing squid passes beneath you. You reach out a hand, just grazing its smooth side of its body. Meanwhile, back in the engine room, Maeve and um, Robin, you bend down to look down this drive shaft as your pen lights reflect off a shard of mirror about <gasps> 45 feet lodged in the side of the shaft. Oh my God. And with that, we will say good night. Oh, oh my God. We will oh, yeah. see you in two weeks to continue. Oh. oh, man. Thank you very much. And please remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.